Well, welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. How have you been, Lena? Well, we're starting open gym for junior high volleyball. So life is intense right now. I bet. That's one day a week for an hour. That's... It's a lot of volleyball. A lot of people can't handle that kind of schedule, but you know what? I feel like I'm doing really, really good right now. That is, uh, yes, it's beautiful for you. It is. I, on the other hand, um, just finished up with summer camps and we had about, I'm going to estimate 200 humans in the gym and, uh, I survived. You did. And you had three of mine. So yeah, power to you. And they were great for taking them off my hands. I appreciate it. Yeah. You're welcome. Everybody for the free babysitting that McCook community college did for a hot minute. So, well, you know, you got to do your part and hopefully they can at least pepper in the backyard without breaking anything inside. Well, yeah, they were trying to do that even before camp. And I was like, you know what? Take it outside. Two picture frames went down and I was like, enough. Okay. That's why you're going to camp. Okay. And also on the campsite, Mm -hmm. I just want to throw out a huge shout out to all the host families that hosted all of my, my players that came in to help for camps. You guys are absolute saints. You're right. We are. I will let you come to a game for free. Oh, you know what? That's nice. I, I think mean, it's a I already equal, have a, a booster card. I still get it. So maybe like a free popcorn. I would appreciate we could, that. We could do that. Yes. We could do a free yeah. popcorn. I mean, for, for sure. those host families, one, you got to, you know, spruce the house a little bit. Got to clean you it. Got to clean it. And then I got to do food prep. Yes. Not not my normal food prep just to survive as a family, but now I got to feed athletes. Okay. That's and fine. pretend like you make meals every day for your family. Which I do. Huh. So Good. Yeah. So we, I don't, we you know. sit around the table. Not as much with softball, but whatever. We do sit around the table. And I'm a librarian. So financially, that has been a big adjustment for our family. So, (laughs) yeah. The donut slinging gig isn't giving you a little bit more extra income? Well, it is, but not enough to feed your athletes. I'm sorry. But I don't know if you are. Huge thank you to all of you. Yeah, good job to the other host Yeah, you guys did phenomenal. Yes. Enough about us. That's right. We have such a fun guest in... Not in studio, on phone with us. On the phone with us, yes. So, um, let's welcome Jordan Larson... AKA the governor, the governor (laughs) to our podcast. Yes. Jordan, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. So stoked to be here. This is awesome. I'm, I'm so fired up. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Let's be honest. Are you a little nervous to talk with us? I mean, I am a junior high volleyball coach, so I'm sure that's intimidating. Absolutely. Definitely. definitely. I'm, my palms are sweating. I have, yes. um, you know, yes. I got all the, all the signs of nervousness for sure. And she's happens. having to pull over on the side of the road She's to gonna, talk to yes. us. I it's mean, like, I guess, this is yes. an important conversation. Yes. Jordan, have you been on a podcast before? I have actually just did one yesterday. So, oh. it's, yeah. so we're competing. Yeah. Some, yeah. No, some no name podcast that's <laughs> global yeah. and probably has a lot more sponsors than we <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's not what matters. What matters is the people and you're, you know, you're exactly you're right. Somebody gets it. Yes. Southwest Nebraska I love it. is here to represent Southwest yeah. Nebraska. Here we go. That's what's up. Yes. Um, Hey, and welcome back to Nebraska. Saw that yes. fun news here the other week. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, super stoked. It's, uh, yeah, it's been in the making for a little while since spring and yeah, just great conversations with John and. The girls are awesome, and it's so fun to be back, right? And see also what has changed since I've been there, right? So much has changed, and um, but then a lot of the people have been the same. So uh, it's been really so fun, and I'm really excited to be back. That's so cool. I um, when do you report back? Like officially report for those duties? 
Yeah, so um, we have, a, I'm still training with the national team during the summer, which I'm very lucky that John's letting me do both. Um, and so we finish Olympic qualifier uh, like September 25th. Um, that's if I end up going to that tournament. I could be back as early as I think like September 15th or as late as, yeah, after the 25th. So, um, but I'm out, I'm working remotely now and I'm setting up Zooms and chats with the girls and uh, just trying to stay connected from afar and they've been awesome and, and now technology these days, you know, volumetrics, you can do a lot from, from far and uh, it's been, it's been really great. Jordan, do you think um, nationals is equivalent to like playing at the Marina, which would be like Lake sand volleyball. Like that's what I do on Sundays. Do you think we're in kind of like the same training program? Oh gosh. Maybe? Absolutely. Yes. If I, I assume that it's very similar. Yes. I, I, I would have no doubts. Even at what you just described, totally. Yeah, I feel like my underhand sky ball is very, really brings a high level of competitiveness to the game. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Um, yep. So we kind of, we've asked a few questions, Jordan. We're going to give you a little warm up just to make sure you're really ready for the rest of this podcast. Can you do that? Okay. Okay. I, I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's intense. It's not as easy as everyone says it is. Yeah. So we're, I'm gonna we're gonna give you 30 seconds. Yes. Oh boy. 30 and, seconds. And um, I don't do, I don't do well under pressure. I don't, I've been in high pressure situations and I I don't do well. But <laughs> have you though? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, have you feel, really. Yeah. Been, like, I mean, I feel like you got to do hard things sometimes, Jordan. You got to just yeah. step sometimes. up. Got to serve that game point serve yep. and just right. get it right. in the court. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, we're going to give you 30 seconds. Yes. Lena is going to give you a letter, and yes. you need to come up with 15 words that begin with this letter that are not a city, oh my a name, yes. or anything, you know, like, yeah, yeah, city, guys, or name. This You're, is like my ultimate weakness. I'm I'm terrible at I'm these glad, games. I'm glad you have one. So yeah. we're going to really exploit that in the next 30 seconds. Yes, okay? and here we go. Yes. Lena is going to give you your letter, and it is C. C. It can't, sorry, it can't be a city or a what? A city or a name, name. or a person's name. Cat. Yep. Cat, camel, color. You're doing great. Courage. Ooh, okay. You're at four. Car. Five. Oh. Ten seconds left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Wow, there is a lot of C words in this, in this world, and <laughs> I don't know... Uh, is there a color? Color? I said color. Oh, okay. time's okay. up. Yikes. Yep, this, this is definitely yeah. something I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not good at. No. Jordan, you did great. If you ever, like, want something, well, like, with your players, you can, you I can throw like that at them. I feel like need to be honest. That wasn't that good, Jordan. I, I <laughs> yeah, mean, that, that was, wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't good. I mean. I, I absolutely agree with you. That is one area in my life that I need to be better at. <laughs> We've had one person was like, I don't think there's any words that start with that letter. So you did better than that. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. I, I got I to charge my car. Give me one half second. Yeah, okay. Hey, beautiful. Go. Beautiful. I, I, I bet I, she's I, so excited to be talking to how us. How could you not be? She is racing back into her car right now to yes. be like, don't roll I an angle. Don't. Yeah. All right. Yes. Got it. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm back. That's Rock fast. Roll. That was Holy fast. Smokes. Yep. Okay. So start us from the very beginning. You're from, you're originally from Hooper, right? Yes, correct. Okay, like how did you get into volleyball? Did you do all yeah, sports? Yeah, so I did. So I, um, I actually come from a pretty athletic family. My dad actually played football at Wayne State. Uh, my mom played uh, sports all throughout high school. I think she actually still might hold like a free throw percentage record out of my high school. Um, so they really just wanted to get me like in all different sports. So I actually started out with soccer. I got into softball. 
I started playing volleyball at the YMCA. I did a little bit of basketball when I was younger, um, but I quickly learned soccer wasn't my thing. I hate getting kicked in the shins and running. Um, and then I did gymnastics as well. I started getting headaches as a kid and I just grew too fast. So that one was out. And um, then softball, I played pretty like a long time. And I honestly thought about going into softball as well. I was a decent pitcher. Um, but then I really just fell in love with volleyball and basketball. And I was also, uh, I learned piano when I was a young kid. And then I also was in the band. So I played the trumpet and then I was in the marching band. I had to switch over to baritone, all the things. So I got to play basketball and volleyball all through high school. Um, and then I ran track as well. So I feel very lucky that where I grew up, I could do a lot of everything and kind of really find what my, what my niche was. Jordan, I'm also a musical athlete. I played the trombone. Um, and I I actually, yes, marching band, jazz band, pit band. It's a really beautiful thing. And that's what is awesome about small towns is you do get, it a, you get to do a little yeah, bit of everything. Like you I you love did it. all the things. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Jordan exactly. and I are close to the same age, Lena. You're a little bit over that age bracket, but I don't know if that was necessary to bring I just up. But throw that out there. I mean, oh, you guys are what, born in the 80s? Uh, yes. Okay. That's Lena, awesome. Lena is in her Prime? Do you yeah. say prime? Yeah, you say prime. When you're yeah. closing in on 50, life isn't getting any better. She's than great, though. That. Yes. Do you have any siblings? Um, no, I'm the only child. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. My parents, they had me, and they're like, this is enough. It's, That's, she, that she, why not? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, no, actually, my, my parents got divorced when I was young. So my parents got divorced when I was three, um, and then my mom actually married when I was 10. Um, and my mom and my stepdad tried a couple times, um, but were unsuccessful. And so again, I was just enough. They're like, this is it. This is enough. <laughs> you know, a one and done is better than an accident. Like Haley. Yes. Oh, she's exactly. way down the line. Zip yeah. It. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what are you most excited about in returning to Nebraska? Besides having a Runza? Yes. Oh, that, that. <laughs> With the ranch. Knows, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, all the things, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I think I look back on my experience and even now just how much the game has grown, right? Like I think back to where I played, I was in the Coliseum, right? And the crowds were a bit more large, obviously, even at that time. But now like the event that's put on, I mean, it's just like the, the graphics, the lights and, you know, just seeing that. And then I also think like building a community again, you know, I, I've traveled the world, I've seen all these places and, you know, like home is been where my two suitcases are you know and I I kind of excited to get to know the community more again and kind of be immersed in that and just the the love of the game and seeing these young athletes like just get to do what they love and come out and perform in front of such a, a crowd that just loves the game and being surrounded by that energy like actually it's giving me chills right now because it's like mm. It's, there's really no place like it. And I, I even get compliments now overseas. They're like, Nebraska volleyball, where's Nebraska, you know? And then, mm -hmm. but now it's like, it's on the map and like, it's, it's really, really so cool. And, uh, it makes me so proud, uh, just of obviously born and raised there, but also just what people that surrounded the program with and how much it's grown over the years. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it, it is. Like if you've ever been to a Nebraska game, it is I remember my mom taking me to the Coliseum as a child. And mm -hmm. those were, that's when I'm like, I love volleyball. And the yes. cheerleaders at that time, when they come up, like you could slap their hand if you're on the second level because they were right there. Um, yeah. What are your duties? Like as the assistant coach, like what are, what are your main duties that coach cook is going to have you like do? 
Yeah, um, so still kind of trying to learn and just help where I can. Obviously, like I'm still like here playing presently, right? So most of my time is still focusing on me and my body and making sure I'm right and good enough for uh, the girls here, right? Um, mm -hmm. And then secondly, uh, I was in the gym a little bit before they left for Brazil. And, um, you know, I spoke to a lot to the pin hitters and passers. And so, but again, I think that understanding that I still have a lot to learn in coaching. And yes, I've seen the, I've seen volleyball at a very high level and I've been surrounded by amazing coaches. And, but I also think like, obviously John has done a great job. The assistant coaches there have done a great job. And so coming in and trying to add value where I feel like I can, but also like not changing so much, right? Because they, they're already really good. It's just how can we get one or two percent or things that are, you know, that I see that are just kind of on the minute level that if we make these little changes, maybe it could help in the long run, you know? So just really trying to stay in my zone and say what I feel like I should say, but like not overstepping and just really being patient because I still have a lot to learn as well. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Jordan, is one of the hardest things being a collegiate athlete? Like, what are the things that your players will struggle with outside of just being on the court? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we were talking to some recruits this week and, you know, John does this thing. I think he still does it. This and I did it when I was in college. We learn how to juggle, right? Because there's so much, it's a metaphor, right? Obviously, but you, you juggle social life, you juggle studies you juggle trying to be the best you can physically and now with nil like that's adding like another like layer of things right because there's an added distraction so i think trying to for them to understand kind of what is their priority and what they want to be and what they want to do right and ultimately we're just there to help facilitate that and and try to get them to be the best versions of themselves right and mm -hmm. how do you bring out the best in that so um i think I think just continuing to have those conversations and kind of flex that uh, as much as we can is really important. Wow. Um, going back, so when you just, where were you looking besides Nebraska to go play out of high school? Um, not really a lot of places. I did a college camp, uh, like with USA Volleyball, like in uh, one winter, and I really got close with um, the UCLA assistant, um, Kim Jag, is, was her name at the time. And uh, we really bonded because uh, she also had gone through breast cancer, which my mom had gone through breast cancer. So I really, really got to know her and really just uh, liked her a lot. And um, I actually never went and visited UCLA, but I was open to the idea, but I had committed to Nebraska too early on. But that was another school that I was considering just solely based on my relationship with her. Okay, so then you ended up going to Nebraska. When you went there, was there something that, like, Coach Cook was like, Jordan, you've got to get better at this if you want to be better than what you are now? Yeah. Um, I think I, I needed more mass. I think I was, I was pretty skinny, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, but I think I needed to get in the weight room and get stronger. Um, and I needed to hit the ball harder. I think I wasn't really even coming out of college. I wasn't known for being this you know, attacker, you know, originally the conversation when I got to the national team was like, Oh, she'd be a great Libro, you know? And so I really had to understand what my capacity was in that and how to be more of an offensive threat. Um, but then also I think like the question you just asked about balancing, right. I, I think a lot of times my priorities were a little bit out of whack. Like I put social life sometimes in front of other things and 
you know, because it's tough as you want to be a kid still and you want to go out and you want to have fun. But if you have a game the next day, you can't really do that, you know, and so really understanding what the give and take was. And I, I really had to learn how to manage that myself. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, give me your funniest memory of Coach Cook and your funniest memory of being at Nebraska. Oh, geez, my memory is so terrible. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't even, I mean, even now, like, John is more, I would say, sarcastic than I remember. Um, so I would say now it's it's funny now seeing on the other side of it, right, and learning about that. I don't remember, like, funny times really. Like, he was he was always pretty serious with us. I felt like back, back then. And, um, uh, sorry, I've, I don't, no, I, you're there's good. something in my, in my head. Um, and then, sorry, what was the other question? What was the funniest like, what, memory? Like yeah, any funny memories, like with your teammates or while being at Nebraska? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously like road trips and like getting ready for matches. Like we had some inside jokes as I, I will keep those, uh, to myself <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> because uh my friends probably would kill me if i said that but um yeah no it's uh yeah little inside jokes here and there um but nothing that was like super crazy that i can remember so sorry kind of boring no you're good do you still talk to any of your teammates from back then i'm assuming so yes yeah so my graduating class uh was rachel schwartz and amanda gates and uh then obviously talked to maggie griffin who's heading uh bcn um but our class really became close and I'm so grateful. They're always like, we may go a couple months without talking, but we pick up the phone and we were right back where we like left. So it's, I feel so lucky to have them in my corner. Um, but I, I also feel like I have a pretty good relationship with almost everybody that I've, I've played with at Nebraska, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Jordan, you talk about, you know, when you are an athlete and when you're in season, that social life aspect, what is it now for kids in high school who are wanting to go on? Like, how soon do they really have to start kind of eliminating some of those things that are a part of, like, growing up and being young and, you know, getting out and doing things? Like, Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think I – my parents taught me pretty early on, like, you know, discipline. And, and I think my biggest – my biggest worry – I mean, even now, right. is like disappointing my parents, you know, I mm -hmm. think that was such a huge fear of mine that like, I don't get me wrong. I broke a couple rules and I was not the, like the best of child, you know, all the time. But I think that I, I learned that, that fear in itself, like really like scared me. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I just think that I was so determined that like, I think at the age of 12, I was walking around like, I'm going to be an Olympian. And like, first of all, I can't believe I was walking around saying that. Mm -hmm. But then secondly, like I wholeheartedly believed in my heart and I was willing to do whatever it took. And I think if you're so focused on that, then the other areas like will fall into place. But I think it's, it's up to the person and kind of really where their priorities are. And that, that right. takes some hard work and, and ded dedication on their end to set, set aside time to really hone in on that. And my parents really took it like club volleyball is not cheap. Exactly. And yeah. My, my parents were like, Hey, like you, if you really want to do this and you see a future in this, this is your job. Like you have to view this as your job, even though you don't have time to go actually out and get a job. This is taking money from our account. Mm -hmm. And like, if you aren't going to take it seriously, then we're not going to let you do it. And so I really took that to heart. And I really think that's also paid off for me. Sorry, I'm a really long answer, but no, um, it's great. It's really, great. It's really paid off for me. Like 
now playing professionally because mm-hmm. now like volleyball when you go play professionally it is more of a job right mm-hmm. it's fun yeah, in some capacity but also they're hiring you to perform exactly. and if you don't perform then you're not going to get paid so i i think i learned that skill early on that like i didn't want to disappoint anybody if someone's mm-hmm. hiring me from overseas i don't want to disappoint them and i'm going to do everything i can and that means i'm getting good rest i'm recovering i'm eating well i'm getting my what i'm watching volleyball all the time like that's my dedication to my job and because I also want to be really good. So I think learning those skills as early as you can is really important. So what would your thoughts be? You know, I'm a mom of three, three girls and they're, they're back to back. So their ages are close. I will often say to them, you, you may not always be competing against the best athletes. You are competing against the people who have the opportunity and the financial ability and the accessibility to play. What would would your thoughts be on that? Would you, would you agree or do you feel like no like everybody has the same avenues to get there yeah no i i i don't i don't think that everybody does but i i do think that there are opportunities i mean i think it's just how you look at it right like i i was going to play club yes but also the the hours outside of the gym that nobody was watching right like that helped pay off time in the gym Right. So I can't tell you how many times I think my neighbors were so sick of me because I would literally go out and hit the ball against the garage. Right. Like just Mm -hmm. continuous, continuous, continuous. Like I, I don't know how many kids are doing that these days. Right. Like it's more of like, I'm going to stay in on my iPad and I'm going to get on my phone and you know, like how many opportunities are they, if they can't get them in the gym, then how many are taking them outside the gym as well? Right. Because there's other ways to, to get better. Yeah. Not, even having the financial capacity to be in a certain situation, exactly. it's going out and playing with the ball by yourself, right? you know, so, yes. or dragging a parent out there doing something like that. So, um, I don't know if that answers your no, question. No, that's but. really, that's spot on. And like, when you were young, did your, I mean, I know you mentioned like your parents, you know, separated, yep. um, but did your mom work when you were young or did you have the opportunity you lived in a community where you could go outside? You know, you weren't raised yeah, in daycare so- or you... Yeah, so my mom was working part-time, um, and my dad was a teacher. My stepdad ran basically his own business. So, like, my parents were really flexible and did such a great job co-parenting. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, my mom and stepdad actually coached me in, like, softball. So I was out, like, even pitching, like, along our house, like, constantly. My stepdad was catching for me. I was, play- like, attempting to play with my mom. Like, I still think this day, I'm like, she would, like, like karate chop the ball, like, when she was getting ready to. I'm like, Mom, I'm like, <laughs> how to hit you know and Mm -hmm. um but yeah my dad was out playing catch with me always like footballs and you know they were they were very active and really tried to just get me out Mm -hmm. and if I was sitting on the couch for too long they're like all right Jordan time to get up you know so like yeah I don't know just really the accountability piece was huge for me I think that's something we talk a lot like in you know I'm at the junior high level. So obviously at the very bottom level of like (laughs) where you two are in the sense of you know working with college athletes but one thing in talking with other junior high coaches or even like PE teachers, the accessibility for kids to be outside with a parent has significantly declined in the sense of them ha- just getting outside on their own or with a parent. And it has changed so much. I mean, that what you said, you know, our parks used to be full of p- kids playing pickup games or, you know, just being outside and getting things started on their own. And we're not, unfortunately, seeing as much of that. So you were that's great that you had that opportunity and, and the drive. Cause that's the difference yeah. too. And, and why do you think that is it COVID related or is it just we're taking on worker, like higher workload capacity or like what, 
what's alluding to that? I don't, yeah. I think a lot, I mean, my generation, most of us grew up with having a parent at home. You know, like I don't have any friends I grew up with who are raised in daycare. And right now, daycares take a majority of our kids. Our kids are being raised inside in the sense of they're not just at, especially when they start to age out, they're getting into that school age, they're still going to daycare. You know, they're not being left at home where a lot of us were, you know, when we're seven and eight, our parents were felt comfortable leaving us at home. So you could go outside and play basketball. You go outside and, you know, play volleyball. Well, if you're at daycare, you're not, and I'm not saying anything negative on daycare. I'm just saying, or if you're even in it in home or your grandma's watching you, some of those things are different to me. That's some part of it. And then I think the workload that parents are taking on and COVID has had a significant impact on the amount of kids going out for sports. We've seen that at our level, just with city league opportunities or YMCA opportunities, the numbers have are, are much lower than they were pre COVID, but there's another element to it as well. Yeah. For sure. I also think though, there's the lack of this, athlete that do the the self practices like you said that you used to do like I mean it's I don't and Jordan you can probably you can attest to this at the level that you're at like we'll tell players like the gym is open like if you have stuff to work on they don't like you might have one like we only carry 14 on our roster (laughs) um it's rare to find people that practice by themselves like self-practice like it is very you just don't find players like that anymore, which is kind of crazy to me. It is, it is. It's, it, it, and you see it at our level too, you know, in some capacity. And, and it, it makes me sad because I think as much as I, I am one for like accessibility, I'm like, oh, I can order this on an app and like get it, whatever. Like, it's great, right? But like also when I go overseas and things are, you know, like I just came from Italy and like walking to a cafe, like they – they love it, you know, and like, it's just our, our worlds become so automatic and it's like, all right, well, mm-hmm. here you want this, here's the answer for it. And it's, it's, it's efficient. Right. But it's also like, we're, we're, we're losing this, like almost like, um, grit and like understanding how to work through, you know, harder things of how to get something, you know? And mm-hmm. so, um, I just hope that, I hope it doesn't hurt us, you know, 20 years down the road either, you know, so. I do think one thing that you said, Jordan, which is so cool. So you said at the age of 12, you said you were going to be an Olympian, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think, yeah, my parents were like, yeah, you used to walk around saying that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So at the age of 12, you said that and you still did all those other activities in the high school. Like nowadays, I feel like if any child was like, I'm going to be an Olympian, they aren't doing anything but the sport that they think they're going to make it in. And they're not doing anything else. And which is also, I mean, we're, we're from, you know, Southwest Nebraska, we're a small town. And even now it's like, let them, let them play all the sports. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And I, I, I hope that we kind of eventually get back to that. It's just, it's so hard now that you commit, but then I also, that's why, you know, you're seeing burnout at the highest level as well, because they just are so their bodies are tired because they're only doing one motion and they're mentally exhausted because they've just been grinding and it's, yeah, it's, it's hindering us down the road. I feel like so. So being overseas, have you learned any like new languages or how, how is that with the language barrier? Yeah, Yeah, no. Um, so I would say I played in Russia for five years or five seasons and that's probably the most language I had to learn just because 
there was only like two girls on my team that spoke decent English. So oh, I had wow. to really um, hone in on that. Um, and so I probably understood more than what I could speak. Um, and then I lived in Istanbul, uh, Turkey, and I even talked to the girls. I was like, I really want to learn Turkish. And they're like, there's no need. Like all of them spoke English. Our coach spoke, spoke mm-hmm. English. So I really, I learned a few Turkish words, but nothing that I, and then I was like, when am I ever going to use Turkish again? Probably never. So, uh, I didn't, didn't want to learn it really. Um, and then I was in Shanghai, China and I had a translator. So again, like learning Mandarin was incredibly hard. Um, and then I was just in Italy. So I actually, I was, I've been trying to learn more Italian just because I think it can be used, you know, maybe down the road if I ever travel back there or things like that. So, but other than that, not much. I I do think that like, um, this is again, long winded answer. I, I take back every time I come back to the United States, I just think about how blessed we are. We really have a really good life here and, um, people want to be here and we are so, so blessed. So, I always try to remember that every time I come home. Yeah, that is, that's huge. That's so amazing. Okay. So of all the places you traveled, what were some of the favorite food items you had the opportunity? Oh my gosh. I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. So there's this one restaurant in Turkey. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a famous steakhouse. It's called Nusret. His Nick, like the guy that owns it, his nickname is Salt Bay because of how he likes, like salts the meats. I don't know, whatever. Mm. They have this dessert. It's called baklava. It's a very famous oh. Turkish dessert. Um, and at the restaurant, they serve it. They come out and they like pull the top off of this. It's kind of like a cake-ish. Um, and then they put like a layer of ice cream in it. And then they like put it back down the top. And it's like nice and warm. Oh, it's so good. That sounds um, right up my alley. <laughs> sounds heavenly. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Also, also at this steak restaurant, they have like this entree. They come out. It's like a plate, like a hot plate. Just butter like sizzling butter and they put like uh bread on there so you toast both sides of the bread and then you put like a very thin layer of meat on it and it is like um Mm. it's just like the meat is so tender it like melts in your mouth um i just i like the spice of turkish food like they bring out like a ton of like different salads kind of for entrees and um different things um i really like that I would say um, in Italy, like, obviously, like, the food is incredible. Like, the gelato, the, I mean, you can go carb crazy. It's unreal. So, <laughs> it, uh, it's really, I mean, the food there is so good. It sounds so like fresh. I would be getting new pants there as well. So. Yes. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, they, their portion size, you can eat pasta and, like, not really, like, gain that much weight because it's, they, like, they eat it all proportionally. Like, so... I think for us, we just have such large portions that that's where our, oh, yeah. our problem is. You get pasta yeah. anywhere in the U.S., and it's for like four. Yeah, you're taking it home. Yeah, is this exactly. the family size? Well, I mean, some of us are taking it home. Others aren't. <laughs> you know. oh, cool. So, Jordan, are you still wanting to play? Like, Because I know like you're stepping into this assistant coaching role, but like I also don't feel like you're like done. Yeah, no. So I'm obviously playing with the national team this right. summer, and then I'll be with Nebraska in the fall, and then the plan is to go play somewhere in the spring. Okay, and cool. And oh, I'm going wow, okay. to try for Paris next summer. So that's oh. that's the hope, and I'm still feeling really so good. And um, I just I practice today, and I I get I'm kind of on a slow ramp up because I just had a small injury from my knee in in Italy. And I only got to play like two sets today. And I'm like, I just want more. Like, I want to keep playing. Oh so I, I love that I'm still like, it's still in me and I still want to go after it and get after it. So that's cool. 
I mean, I'm a junior college coach, and I bet the scrimmaging against coaches versus players is about the same level as if Jordan was to jump. Yeah, my team would be like, yeah, I think we're good today. We don't need to play any six on six. When, when Jordan, when you're a high level athlete and you're, you're in good shape, you're training, you're eating well, how do you challenge yourself outside of volleyball? Like what are things that you're doing to better yourself and to do hard things outside of what you're already good at? Yeah. Um, you know, I really try to surround myself with good people, you know, and like people that are like high level thinkers and like get into high performance and really understanding that. So um, I try to just educate myself on that part of it. I, li- I like to watch a lot of video. I think as I've gotten older, I've watched less and less. Um, but yeah, I just half the time too is just kind of relaxing and how can I get my body to recover and feel good the next day? So if that's sitting in Norma Tech, if that's taking a high, nice hot shower, you know, just kind of getting my mind off of things like is really important and getting a good night's sleep. So, um, but yeah, I half the time I'm just like running from here to there. So a lot of times I'm just really busy. So when you say getting, you know, good sleep when you're traveling and going different places and obviously different countries, time change, how long is it taking you well, your body to adjust like until you feel like you're back at like peak performance? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. So actually like when I'm on like pretty like long flights, like I've actually learned to fast, um, like 16 hours roughly, because sometimes your, your body's all messed up. You don't know. And like when you fast, like it helps kind of reset your stomach, which then kind of helps recenter your clock. And so it's helped me get on time zone quicker. So usually like now that I'm fasting, like sometimes I'll get there day one, I'll feel tired. Day two, I, I don't feel this massive lull like in the middle of afternoon okay. um, as what I would use to in the past. And then usually day three, like I'm really good. But they do say that for every time zone you change, that's the amount of days that it takes to get on that time zone. Oh. But sometimes, sometimes we don't even have that time. So right. right before the 2016 Olympics, we traveled to Hong Kong three times in like a month month period so it was like oh flew there one week came back to la flew had to fly out the next week came back flew out again and then came back and like i mean that's a 10 hour i think it's a 10 hour difference so it was that travel was brutal oh my gosh so so when yeah. you're you know as adults and i think when we get older we realize the importance of sleep when you're when you yeah. were a college athlete do you think you valued that the way you do now Definitely not. Okay. And I feel like college makes, athletes are like, we don't need sleep. Yeah. And then yeah, they complain no, and, about and, it. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, I think you can, you can function, right? Like yeah. now, is it like at the highest level? Like definitely not. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, even as now I've gotten older, I'm not the greatest sleeper. So, um, I, you know, I, I sometimes will take melatonin at night just to help me get to sleep. Cause sometimes my brain is just, it won't shut off. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I really try to like shut it down and really be conscious about even if I'm not like sleeping, like being in bed and really just relaxing. So, but it is really important. You can function, and but is it like like um, the best for your body? And are you getting the most out of your body? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite like food? Like what? Like if you got to pick whatever you wanted to eat, what would you pick in Nebraska? Uh, Oh gosh, in Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, 
I don't know if I could. I mean, I, I could eat Mexican food all the time, and I don't know if Nebraska has the best Mexican food. But they <laughs> yeah, no, no. So, yeah, yeah. So I would, I would say I'm a big steak girl. Like I can eat steak and and potato and be just just fine and dandy as well. So when you lived in Lincoln, like where was your go-to eatery? Like if you were like, hey, we gotta go eat here, like. You know, because like every yeah. town has that place. Like we have a we have a Mexican restaurant here that's like everyone's got to go here. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I think the like when I was in school, like like Laszlo's was like kind of a little bit oh, upper, Laszlo's. like yeah. nicer. Yeah, class. You can get kind of anything you want there. Mm-hmm. Like I like the variety. Um, but I just as of recently, like I really like Tavern One Eighty, so they have a really mm. good menu and steak and all the things. So um, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any pets? Probably not. Uh, yes, I actually do. I have an oh. English bulldog. His name oh. is Spud. Yeah. Oh. What was his he's name? Spud. Spud. Oh. Aww. Yeah, he's cutie. Like a little potato. Does he get to go with you when you travel? No, no. He's he's still in California here. Oh, so, okay. but I, yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna be doing that much travel. I don't think so. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Awesome. I've always wanted to go. Like I've been to California once, uh-huh. but like, do you, do you like yeah. California? Like, how would you compare that to, are the people nice? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, yes, they, they are. I mean, they're definitely busier, right? Like they're, they're on the go. And so like people could maybe, um, take that as like, they, they're not really wanting to talk necessarily, but, um, I, I think now I've lived in so many big cities, right? I think about Shanghai, Milan, it's simple, like one of some of the biggest cities in the world. And now I come sometimes come back to Nebraska and I'm like, where are all the people? <laughs> What's going on? You know? And so now being in California, like I, and I've been here now for 15 summers basically. And I, I've learned to love the life. It's become kind of a second home for me. And um, yeah, I, I, I like it. Plus the weather is, you can't, you can't, mm. I, it's, it's unbelievable. So mm. it's so nice. Truth. That like 70 to 80 degree weather all the time. That's like, Yes, pretty beautiful. It is. I can handle that. June gloom is no joke. It's finally sunny mm. today, and it hasn't been sunny for a while. So, oh, yikes! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A few more questions before we wrap up. Are you so excited for this outdoor spring, uh, spring game, the fall scrimmage? Yeah, it's gonna be unreal. Like I still can't believe it. Like, and then the country uh, like uh, concert afterwards. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm actually sad that I'm not gonna. Gonna, I'm gonna have to miss it. I was debating about like if I called Car. Hey, Carge, can I just uh, fly home to Nebraska for one day and come <laughs> back? So, but um, do you need no, someone I, to just fill in for you? Like, do we need to go yeah, and sit? You know, where you okay? Right. We could do that. Yeah, I think, yeah. He, I think he would appreciate that. Yes. So, I'd be like, hey, if he Karch, just needs like, a fill in. Yeah, I'm not gonna be here, but I have someone that's gonna take my place. Yes. So we, you shouldn't miss a beat. So yeah. Um, I'll get on that. That's a great, well, you mentioned you like surrounding yourself, you know, with high level thinkers. People, I mean, I assume that's why you wanted to hang out with us for this time that we have you, you know. And so, yeah, Absolutely. anything we can do to help you out, we want to return the favor. So I, I so I, now that I have your number, I so appreciate that. I'm gonna, I'm Excellent. Gonna Perfect. Yes. Funny. I um, presented this year at ABCA and Karch was at the same time I was presenting. <laughs> and I one of my good coaching friends and luckily people showed up to mine. So I was like, OK, there, there's something. A good coaching friend. I was like, you better come to my session. And he was yeah. like, okay, yeah, let me just skip out on the carch to come to yours. And I was like, was that, was, I don't, it's called friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, come support. I bet it's on YouTube. You can Loyalty. find the same thing that he's going to say later. Exactly. Yeah. 
for sure. For sure. Who is like, what coach you've had numerous coaches, which coach to you is like the most chill, relaxing. Um, Mm. I don't know, like sarcastic. I like sarcastic coaches. I like people that like, (laughs) they make it light by making the, you know, um, play funny or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Karch is very calm, like, um, and his demeanor and his approach. And, um, even sometimes I'm like, Karch, it's okay to like yell at us, you know, like sometimes we need it, you know? And, um, yeah, but I think that he's, he's definitely, and I, I just keep in the back of my mind, like I've always heard like calm breeds calm. So if you're calm, like your players are going to be calm. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he, he does a really nice job with that, but I've, I've had really like, Hugh was also very calm. Uh, John is obviously like on the sideline, relatively calm, you know? Um, so I, I, I've, I've been very blessed to have really great examples along the way. Mm-hmm. Is that how people would describe you? Yes. I am pretty chill compared. I mean, I meant Jordan, but oh. John, that's fine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, were, you were looking right at that's me. True, I don't know what's you're happening. You're the only one in the room. So <laughs> yeah. 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 Jordan, how would people describe you? in your presence on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I have a, a sense of calmness and steadiness. And, um, even though sometimes internally I'm, I'm, I think I'm raging. I'm just like, so I'm like just competitive, obviously this competitive fire, but you know, just wanting to be good. And if plays not being made, then I'm kind of, it's upsetting to me, but it's my exterior for sure. It's definitely comes across, I think more calm than anything. Mm-hmm. Nice. I would not be described that way, but I'm also junior high. It's a whole different ballgame, you know, not nothing calm about it. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, have you ever played with a player that made you better? Player that made me better. Um, yes, most, I think I, I've played with a lot of great, uh, girls and I think about internationally, like my, the teams that I've been on, like just stacked. I mean, we have just, uber amounts of talent and you know I, I always try to take something from everyone right like what makes them successful and why and I think just diving into like having those conversations and learning from them too um, I think has been really impactful I wouldn't say there's been one that's like had this gnarly impact but like um, I, I just been surrounded by really really high level play, people and players like most of my career so I think in, in general like just being in that environment your growth is just going to escalate that much quicker you know mm-hmm. yeah. awesome well, I'm so excited to see you on you probably will never get to a game this year but on tv there you go yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know I was thinking today I was like I need to like get I, like coaching gear I'm like what do I wear oh you know? yeah like, yeah you gotta look good that is true yeah so I'm like okay I gotta start looking for wardrobe pieces mm-hmm. and all the things that's so. one of my things I think from like what like watching coaches I'm like the coaches that look good like they coach better I feel like and they just look yeah. like they're there to win so like I always I'm in region nine junior college like it's nothing crazy but I always wear heels I always try to look look yes, presentable mm-hmm. and then i know i can't be like stomping around and looking like an idiot in heels either so it kind of helps out for sure no i think that's <laughs> half like you gotta be confident because then also i think it exudes confidence to your players exactly. so I, exactly I yeah. Yeah. so we finish up our podcast we ask a few questions just because this is like where we usually get all the stuff that we like to listen to or read so mm-hmm. first off are you reading anything currently am i reading i i'm not um 
there is a book on my nightstand, but I have yet to open it. And I, it's a, something hey. between us. Oh, okay. Something, something I don't between know. us. It's, it's a really fun, like, uh, I, I have it in my head what it looks like, but I can't remember okay. the title. I, I'm usually like that too. I'll get a book and then it's like, oh, I'm going to read it eventually. Um, what about watching? Are you currently watching anything? You know, I don't really, I'm going to sit down. I'm a more of a scroller. I'm, I'm okay. an Instagram scroller, TikTok scroller. I just scroll for days. Awesome. Okay. Speaking of Instagram, by the way, you spoke to my team during COVID. Yep. Oh, that's and right. I just, I, I just want to like huge, like, thank you so much. Like you, you are a go, like you will do anything that anybody asks of you. I feel like if it involves volleyball and so like, so awesome, like. I'm, I'm, you probably you probably do this, you know, do some things, and it's just yeah, huge. Sometimes <laughs> we'll message somebody. I'm like, oh, nope, they read it, but they're not even giving me a middle finger or anything back. So, uh, yeah. No, I I just I love like having conversations, and I I think about myself too, you know, like how much I would have loved to learn, and I think if I can give that to any, if I can share what people share with me, like why why hold that in and. If I have the time, like, why not? That's cool. That is so so awesome. Jordan, I also talked to her team, and she's yet to say thank you. So I'm glad that she, you (laughs) know, appreciates you and um, recognized that. So, you know, that's really good. Here we go. Obviously, our, you know, podcast is coaching caffeine and comedy. So we have to ask, what is your caffeine caffeine of choice? Oh, caffeine of choice. I'm a four-shot Americano kind of girl. Oh, girl? We, yes, yep. soul so sisters. So is Lena. Yes. So is Lena. I don't like the sweet, yeah. just, yes, that is beautiful. No. The Americano, shot in the dark, that's the way to go. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is. I'm also, like, into a red eye. Do you know what a red eye no, is? No, what is that? No, red eye is filter coffee with a shot of espresso in it. Okay, so, so I've we, heard about this. But filter, yeah. because we call that a shot in the dark. Is that different than a shot okay. in the dark? Because ours, okay. that's a shot of espresso in coffee. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what it would be. No, I think that's so just I'm the fancier McCook term. Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. Red eye. Yeah. I'm just going to start calling yeah. that, calling it that now just to throw people off. Yeah. That's totally. so awesome. Um, and then our last question is, this is something Lena and I, we try to do, like, we feel like if you're more grateful for just like everything, like being able to wake up every morning, you just, you become a better person. So every, every podcast we do, we say one person that we're, we are grateful for. And so like, of course you're probably grateful for so many people, but today who are you grateful for and why? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I love this. Um, so I randomly, I would say randomly last, uh, August, August beginning. Yeah. Relatively. I did a team camp in Texas, uh, at flower mound high school and head coach there. His name is, her name is Jamie Siegel. And one of my actual for, uh, former teammates uh, played there. As, she's an assistant coach there. And I went there to do a three-day team camp. And I, it was my first time actually, like, running a team camp. Like, normally I'm, like, an assistant coach to something. And so I was kind of nervous. And I was like, I, I really wanted to have open dialogue with her of just, like, hey, what do you want out of this? And after every session, just really debriefing. And um, I – we – we really just kind of hit it off as friends. And she, like, I think it was like when I was getting ready to leave, she's like, I feel like I've known you my whole life. Like, I don't know what's this about this, but I, I don't know. And like, we just kind of kept in contact and like, I I've gone through some things in the last year and she has been like, just in my corner. I mean, 
every day, like just chatting up. And I am so, so grateful. Like I, I feel like I've known her probably the shortest in my life of all my friends. Like I've had really long-term friends, but she shows up for me every day and I am so, so thankful. So that's awesome. You know, it's some of the people that you meet like later on in life that they're, mm-hmm. they're just meant to be in your book. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's been really so cool. And I tell her, I try to tell her every day, like how grateful I am because she has no idea what she's done for me. And I'm like, you don't even, I mean, you know me, right. But you don't really like for, you know, my family's known me longest. So it's just, it's a different, different thing and something that I, I'm very, very appreciative of. So that's awesome. That's so cool. Well, that's thank awesome. you so much, Jordan, for doing this. Yes. No, this is yeah. awesome. And you guys, the sarcasm, I am so here for it. I uh, love it so much. Yes. Well, maybe yeah. maybe one day you we'll know? come visit you in Lincoln. Yeah. We'll, and, we can go out to eat. And if and if you want me to send you my junior high St. Pat's Nights volleyball schedule, I'd be happy to do it because I'm sure you're dying to get to it. <laughs> come into a gym with no AC and yeah. sixth through eighth grade. What are you grade. talking, what are you talking yeah. about? You're, you're flying out here in August. I'm going to be gone. Uh, that's for the game. right. That's yes. we got to cover March. you. Yes. Yeah, Anything for you. Year. Yep. After this, I'm going to call Karch and be like, hey, this is what's going on. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Get that done. Get that done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jordan. I hope you have a good rest no. of the day. Yeah, yeah, this has been awesome. Thank awesome. you so much, guys. Thanks. All right. See ya. Wow. Well, that was fun. That was fun. But now I think we, she likes us. I think she I think she's going to be inviting us to this, some games. Probably going to send me a birthday card in August. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know she wants to do that. Yeah, can you make it out in California? What do you mean? Can I make it? I don't know. I just could. I I love California. That okay. Jake and I had to move somewhere. We've already talked about it. Oh, really? Be California. Yes. I've been in Temecula, San Diego, Chula oh, wow. Vista. Look yeah, at you just throwing lingo around like you well, know what where it's in California. There. I've driven I've driven on the freeway in California. Wow, I know. I'm so impressed by you. Well, I mean, no, sometimes um, I think we should go out to visit in yep. Lincoln. Oh yeah, we can after do that. August. Yes, and Why we'll just not? hit her up. Well, yeah, we're gonna go out to eat. We have her number. Is it Laszlo's? Is that the one? Laszlo's. We'll just be like, hey, sister, we got reservations. Yep, we're getting some steak and butter. Yeah, we got a seat for you. Yep. Uh, we'll hope wait. to see you there. We'll wait. We have nowhere else to be. We yeah. will wait. Well, that was good though. It was. But that was you so still, good. You have to say now who you're thankful for. Oh yeah, she was saying that. I was like, oh, I don't know who I'm thankful for. I'm going to say. Our sponsors. Good job. Yes. Um, all of them. <clears throat> I mean, she said Americano, and that is that is the exact drink. I, I did know. iced. I How did fun. an iced Americano today from Jolton Joe's. Yeah. Jolton Joe's. Thank you. El Porto. Wild ass soap. Yeah. You know, like, without those guys, I mean, we couldn't have some cool stickers to give away or awesome equipment exactly or the equipment to make it sound so good where you're not turning it up and turning it down and that was yeah so huge thank you to our sponsors what about you i'm gonna say jenna morgan you know i've met her (gasps) through yeah Yeah. our girls playing softball and we can agree to disagree which Mm -hmm. i love about good adult friendships and we don't have to agree on everything and she's raising good little people yes that says a lot about a person Mm -hmm. when you have silly light-hearted kind funny kiddos you know i mean who still can be like competitive or serious or have moments but mm-hmm. like they're good kids they're good kids for my kids to be around and they're the kind of people who you know her and her husband will hold my kids accountable as well so it's just right. fun it's just fun that i can be me and she can it can be too much sometimes and she can you know let that be known and then we just move on i like i you know 
Jenna at that softball game where I showed up. I mentioned oh, something yeah. about your visor, and then she chimed in. I love it. Yeah. Um, and she, yeah, she's raising great humans. They were at the same VBS as mine. Oh, okay. And, like, one of her girls, I'm like, have they ever hung out? But they did hang out with my kids uh-huh. at your house. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, they, like, came up and ran and gave Luddy hugs. They're, they're super, super sweet girls. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job, Jenna. Wait, she's from you? Alaska? Yes. Oh, God. She what? brings it up all the time. Really? It's like, like oh, what does she do? California. What does she do? She just brings that up. That's what she does. She talks about that, where she grew up. <laughs> okay, we get it. Fine, enough. Well, I oh. want to talk to her. Do you? Yeah. Okay. People well. from Alaska probably have some fun stories to t- tell. Well, I don't know. I usually tune it out. I start having somebody play up the walk-up music a little louder. Are you watching anything new currently? Uh, no, I'm reading. So mm-hmm. after the Bridgerton, yes. uh, Queen Charlotte, yes. I was just like, uh, so I ordered the prequel, prequel books, um, prequel, prequel. I don't know what you're doing over there. So is that prequel books? Uh-huh. Those are the before books the sequel. Before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I ordered those three before and they were like before Bridgerton. So I ordered those. So okay. I've been reading those and. I still have two episodes to finish in Manifest, but I'm like, I can't finish because I'm just so nervous. Like, oh, what's no. going to happen? Have you finished? I, no. Sometimes I will hold on to the last one or two episodes for months because I don't want something to be yeah, over. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know if I can stop yeah. looking at him. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, that's fine. That's doesn't What about you? We are watching Critter Fixers. Critter Fixers. It's adorable. It's uh-huh. a little uh, vet show. Mm-hmm. These two guys that run a vet clinic, and it's just you watch a lot of vet clinic shows. It's things we can watch as a family, and then they learn. So there's been a lot of um, questions. No, well, they just call it castration. Like they don't even like beat around the bush. Like they're like neutering. They're gonna cast. Like it's just out there. But no, it's it's so fun because it's something we get to watch together, and we only will watch usually like one episode Mm -hmm. every you know whenever we could have family TV time, Mm -hmm. and. but it's just really wholesome. It's just great. And they're really funny. Interesting. Yeah. It T- is. And I take it back. I am watching Shiny Happy People. I watched that oh, one unfolding clothes. So Chelsea Hartwell told me I have to watch that. And I just don't know if I can go yeah, there. I'm only halfway through the first episode. Oh. Cause like, again, I need a, I need a clothes folding show and I've already about watched Shit's Creek right? about the, three. The yeah. The so I'm, and I'm like, Oh, this is taking a different turn. Yeah. Yikes. I don't know if I'm ready for it, but yeah. it is on my list. Yeah. Are you reading anything? I already told you that. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. What about you? Yeah, Sunset Beach by Mary Kay. I think it's Andrews. I've read all of hers. It's not. But a lot of her books are set up the same. Okay, yeah, you were watching prequels. Usually you're doing like self-help stuff, so it sticks a little more. Right. But that was, that's like, that's like watching all the Harry Potters and then going and reading the books. It's pretty much what you're, I felt like kind of what you're doing. But anyway. Well, I'm glad you guys see me again today. We need some music. We do. Um, is there any, like, do we need the, like, Husker? Is there anything we can play that's, ooh, like, you know. Like the Husker, like, just There's screams, probably some licensing Huskers. thing, yeah, that. Let's see here. Husker. Um, yeah, you need to do that. Husker. Could you, like, talk or something? Well, I mean, I feel like I've carried us for the last hour. I mean, if you want to. Oh, my goodness. Get the music to play. Uh, um, okay, so besides Critter Fixers, we did rewatch Wednesday. I mean, it's it, that's oh cute. yeah, you were saying about that. Yeah, not that you're listening because you're trying to find music. 
Okay, there we go. Yep. Do you know this song? I do. Well, this was a good episode. Thank you, fans. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Yes. Thank you, Jordan. Yes. See you in August. Well, we won't see you in August, but we'll take care of your responsibilities in August. You're welcome. Yes. All right. Until next time, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I am your host, Haley Kopza. And I'm Lena. 